Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Warpcast End of Year Special. Um, me, Matt, and Conspiracy Lee, and unfortunately no Wid because he's on nights at the moment. So we'll pick back up with Wid in the new year. So hello, Lee. Mm-hmm. Hi, you guys. Yeah, flaming mongrels. <laughs> Lee's obviously in Australia. So Lee's on a bit of a delay today. So excuse the delay on the audio. It's only a little tiny delay, but you could, we can pretend he's in Australia if it makes everyone feel any better. Like we're doing something international, but we can't because we're all on tier four. We can't even leave Pitsy. Yeah. But uh, we ain't yeah. gonna, so we're not going to go to Australia. So this week on the show, we're going to be doing this, all the special features, but not of the week, of the year. So it's going to be what of the, of the year. year, the biggest what this year, which yes. I'm looking forward to doing. Mm. Uh, hate of the year, which me and Lee have discussed, and we're probably both on the same page with hate of the year. So yeah, so I think it, it, hopefully we'll just uh, team up on that one at the end of the show. Yeah, uh, but the main show this week we're going to be like reviewing all of our. We're going to be playing you a few clips from earlier in the year, interviews we've done, chatting about how the year's gone for the first year of the podcast, and uh, all that kind of thing. Talking about how we feel about certain things that we discussed earlier in the year now, whether our minds changed on any of the topics we've covered and just generally taking a piss out of ourselves for the shit early show. <laughs> yeah, standard. Some of the audio, as you'll, as you'll hear shortly, I'm going to put on. Yeah. Uh, so I need to ask you again, subscribe to the YouTube. Please, doing pretty well, 913 now. Just need, what's that, what's that leave me to need, Lee? Uh, One million. Yeah, one million. Just got to get. I just got to get. To my, I, I want. I want to get to a thousand, but I'd like. I'd like to get to ten thousand, but that ain't gonna happen now. Yeah, is you it? need twenty. You need. You, you need. Um, was it eighty-seven more? Yeah, to get to a thousand. Um, I just so just come and if you haven't done that and you're still saying we'll do it soon, I'll do it soon. Just do it. Come on, let's get. No, do you know what? I'm, in, January, I'm impressing but, myself. Oh yeah, why? Because I've just done maths, just like that, quick math. Yeah, I know. I know. No, it's hard didn't attempt it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so please subscribe to our youtube channel uh, once my ban is over which will be a few days time i will start putting shit back on there again but quite you know not as aggressive this time because i don't want to get yeah <laughs> and i've only got a last You're very the, naughty i've only got a last to the 16th of january and then one of my strikes gets wiped so i'll be a bit safer again and i'll be able to start shitting on everybody from a great height <laughs> once again uh follow on all of the social media at whatcast with a k please and subscribe everywhere everywhere you can get podcasts even if you're never going to listen to it on there the subscriptions push us up and get us to number 28 in the netherlands which is pretty good yes always cracking that to us always in the top 30 in the netherlands uk we're in and out in and out sometimes top 10 we was top we was third once in denmark number three that's pretty good i thought yeah the Danes love us. I do. There's only two of them. You listen to podcasts, but uh, <laughs> there's only two that can chance. get internet, mate. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so before I move on here, we got. I need to find this on my phone. So we got a bit more feedback here. Yeah. On the Mandela, we love a bit of feedback. Oh dear, dear, dear. Oh, actually, I think I've got new feedback here. Where is it? Here we go. So. This, so if you remember last week, I told you about Bill Clint, right? Yeah. And he was banging on about somehow I was a government shill for, uh, yeah, to, for just because I was, even though I, I've got, according to him, I clearly know that Mandela effect is real, but I pretend I don't to deceive the public, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> I thought there was only one absolute twat, uh, that could there could be in the world that actually, but here's one the the. 
the Vertorian, his name is, and he's replied yeah. to Bill Clint about the Mandela effect show that we did two weeks ago. And he has said, I agree, Bill, something weird about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there is me. Yeah. There you go. The guy in the top right seems far too cynical and aggressive about it to point to the point that he seems to get offensive every time someone mentions possible Mandela effects. Did you find me that way? Lee? Cause you was the one that was debating. This is what these people don't seem to understand. Right. Yeah. And understand that we're all mates on here. And I'm not yeah. deliberately being rude or, or, or aggressive to anybody. That's just, I'm just talking to you like that because we're mates and we're just mm. taking the piss out of each other's opinions. Yeah. It's not about yeah. me uh, shutting everyone down. It's about this, a podcast, let's have a conversation. Let's have a bit of a laugh. It's not, yeah. it's not about that. No. These people, they, if they want to listen to any other shows, they'd realize how stupid they sound. Constantly yeah. shuts them down. I'm used to you giving me a sharpshooter. Yeah, exactly. Constantly <laughs> shuts them down, point blank. So it's not even a discussion, but a belittling of every suggestion. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that, Lee. If that's how you took yeah. it, mate. You know, I'm, I'm sorry so about offended. that because this, this bloke obviously is offended on, as, as, as is the world these days, he is offended on your behalf. And that's just yeah, what we know. Thanks need, for isn't being it? offended on my behalf. Yeah, because Lee couldn't be offended <laughs> on his own behalf. Or maybe he just wasn't offended. Uh, the, Vertor- the Vertorian, right? Whatever you're called, yeah. You're not what of the year because you're not that important, but you're certainly what of the week to you. But I have yeah. got a what of the year, and I'm going to get onto this now. So guess what my what? Can you ever guess what my what of the year is going to be? Oh, by the way, yeah. I've got I've got Irish coffee. It's time for a beverage. It's New Year. Yeah. Go on, get it, Dan. <sighs> Lovely. Lovely cold. Yeah. Lovely cold. <laughs> Swizzy beer. It's a... <laughs> so, um, this week, well, not this week's, this year's biggest what for me is masks, right? Yeah. Now, has there been a bigger what? to anybody this year than masks the things i don't like so i've covered masks a few times on this but i think when you, yeah. when you has there ever been anything in history before that has had such little proof of being in any way relevant that's created such a divide uh yeah. amongst people that generally yeah. would get on about most other things like there's nothing to suggest that masks work in any way but mm people seem convinced that if you don't wear them, you're killing people. Yeah. But there's never been a graph or anything in the entire year that has pointed to that at all. Otherwise I'll be on board with it. Just show me something and I'll agree. But what, what makes me like, so you get the likes of, uh, first I'm going to, I'm going to what after all of these people, Hillary, uh, what's his name? Hillary Jones. What? Yeah. Dr. Fauci. What? Both of these people, in February, yeah. March, said, laughed at the, at the prospect of wearing masks. They laughed at it. They didn't just say, that's not good. They laughed. Yeah. They said, absolutely no way. People, could, If it makes people, Fauci's words, if it makes people feel better, they just should just wear them, but they've got absolutely no benefit from it whatsoever. And Hillary yeah. Jones was along the same lines and even went into big details about how small the particles of the virus are, so they would basically yeah. go straight through the cloth of the mask uh, and it yeah. wouldn't help you in any way. So they're flip-flopping and then suddenly the summer comes and there's no Rona anywhere. And suddenly everybody's now decided master. Oh, they do work. What? Yeah. Why? Mandate. Yeah. Why? And then, and then, and then from it being on the floor of no level of, of infection 
the masks come in and I've shown you, if you go and look at my YouTube videos, go back to the one called do masks work. And I've got seven or eight graphs on there. And I, and uh, every yeah. single one of them shows a slight jump after the mask gets mandated a couple of weeks later, which is what it would do. If, mm. you know, if, if you was looking at that saying we take masks off on this particular day, all these people that swear by masks be saying, look, that's why, because you took masks off. Look at the jump. Yeah. But it's because yeah. we put masks on. That's what I jumped. So it's obviously getting more <laughs> infections yeah. from the masks. Mm. And after that, they just went up and up and up and up. And despite, this is what baffles me about it. Despite all of this overwhelming evidence that the, at the very least, they don't work. And at the very most, they actually spread the Rona. You've still got people attacking people for not wearing them. And co- with a yeah. virtuous, I'm a better person than you because I wear a mask and you don't. I can't, mm. I can't get my head around it. I can't get my head around it. I don't understand it. I don't understand the mentality of people that don't require evidence anymore to strap something to their face indefinitely uh, when they, no one wants to do it. And to me, other than the Rona itself, which I can't use because that's my hate, other than the Rona <laughs> itself, uh, I can't think of anything this year that's been a bigger what the masks. Yeah. Can you? No. But what pisses me off is like, like you said, there's, there's, it's great. There's such a big divide, but there's people now like, like getting pissed off of each other about this tier four thing. Yeah. Blaming each other. Oh, if they followed the rules, wouldn't be in tier four. Sorry. It ain't people's fault. Sorry, this, there wasn't this any rules, but there wasn't no. any rules. Like This is what makes me laugh about these people, the maskers. I mean, we're going to get into this more later. But uh, therefore, now, the, do you remember in, in um, it was October in yeah. this country that people were screaming, the government need to listen to Sage. Sage are saying <laughs> if we do a two-week circuit breaker, then yeah. we, this will all go away and we'll, put, we'll set the virus back and we'll get through Christmas and then we'll have the vaccine and blah, blah, blah. This is what they yeah. said, right? And we didn't yeah. do it. It was a bit late. Eventually, we've done a month circuit breaker. But everyone's ignoring the fact that Wales and I think Northern Ireland did do a circuit breaker and they did a three-week circuit breaker. And now they're yeah. locked down again. So that was yeah. bollocks, wasn't it? So the lockdowns don't... Do you need any more evidence that they don't work, these lockdowns yeah. and these masks? Yeah. Like masks, it was sold to us. If you just wear a mask, we can all go back to normal. Just wear a mask. All right, I wear a mask then. Oh, actually, while you've got a mask on, uh, still socially distanced and you still can't do anything. Why am I wearing a mask then? <laughs> was it oh, hands, mate. face, space? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't get me head around masks. I've never uh, known as something so ridiculous with zero evidence. Show me evidence that masks work. And please do. Uh, yeah. Please reply to this. Contact me on social media and tell me, Matt, here's some graphs showing you purely factual that look at when we, when we masked up and look at how much it dropped. Show me these. They don't exist. But if you want to pretend they do and you want to argue and shake your head at this yeah. podcast, show me these charts and then I will retract my what of the year. But for the what of the year, masks, are the, that's, that's the what they've yeah. got to be masks. Because if, what yeah. is, means what the fuck's going on? This is ridiculous. You're yeah. pathetic. Why are we doing this? And it encapsulates it. What to masks? Yeah. You ain't got a conspiracy you know what, of the year. On right? that. Go on. Go on. Yeah, but I was going to say, on that, you've actually gave me a conspiracy of the year. What, masks? <laughs> no, not masks. What? Not masks. I was just thinking when, when you when you was uh, talking about masks. I was thinking what uh, a, 
a TV program that I heard with uh, old Matt Hancock yeah. on where he said, basically, so this is conspiracy of the year. Right. Basically, people in tier four, he didn't say it in such words, but, but uh, he's saying that in order to get out of tier four, people would have to have the vaccine. That He didn't say it in them words, but that is basically what the news anchor was saying. So you're, she said, so you're basically saying that to get a tier four, you have to have the vaccine. And he went around it in a way that he didn't want to answer it because if it was a no, he would have said no. You know what people uh, fail to address as well when they talk about yeah. speaking of the vaccine? I don't want to do this yeah. really, so we're going to shut this down and get on with the show. But um, yeah. is that on the on today's TV, they said, do you know how many uh, people they're vaccinated so far? No. Half a million. All right. Okay. So they've vaccinated half a million, which is 500,000, right? Mm. 60,000 people have died of the Rona. They've vaccinated half a million people. Yeah. And they're yeah. speaking like the half a million people that they're vaccinated is is nothing. It's nothing. We've got 70 yeah. million to do. I've, half I've, a million is nothing. Yeah. But 60,000 60, seems to be the be or end all of the world. Let's shut everything down. That, that, that many people have died, vulnerable people. But we've but we've we've just saved apparently with the vaccine. Yeah. Half a million. But we've still yeah. we're still locked up for Christmas, can't do it because because we can't let this new strain get out of it. Anyway, fuck the Rona. We'll be on the Rona later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's get on with some happy shit, right? So Yes. We're gonna be talking about the Whatcast first year. So basically, where do I begin? So before before we get onto the podcast, Lee, I, w- I want to revisit the whole year here. So January to February, what was you doing with your life this year before you became famous as Conspiracy Lee? Uh, I was doing fuck all, really, mate. I was going to the gym. Bumming out in Cyprus. Bumming out in Cyprus, Beach yeah. bum. Yeah. You know what I was doing? Go on. I was being a vegetarian for two months. Really? Yeah, I, I was. I took uh, meat out of my diet and felt a million times better if I'm <laughs> Dropped a ton of weight. Yeah. So much better. My body just aches went away. Everything went away. But yeah. then I went back on meat because it tastes good. Didn't give a fuck about all the yeah. rest of it. But yeah. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I, I, was, I was eating uh, <clears throat> veggie sausages, veggie burgers. I was eating like pulled yeah. pork that was basically, uh, what was it called? Um, jackfruit. Yeah, uh, things like that, and it was all all right. It tasted much better. Do you than know what? Do you know what? You saying that? I was actually looking up plant based diets because I thought to myself, I need to put in more, more kind of like um, ve- vegetables in my diet because I do it, eat a lot of meat, mm. and I was looking up like uh, butternut squashes, sweet potatoes, and stuff like that. And do you know you what? I had my roast dinner. Mm. I had all that in my roast dinner. I did have meat, but I just had. A lot of vegetables. I'm not yeah. going vegan, but no. I just want no, to put a vegan. bit more. Uh, but but yeah. like, I, I took the meat out of my diet for a little while just to see. Like, I was looking at plant based stuff, and, yeah. and I liked it. It was all right. They, they do these yeah. Richmond sausages. You wouldn't even know they were they were uh, they weren't meat. They got these yeah. burgers. You wouldn't know they wasn't meat. It's, uh, Linda McCartney mm. burgers, the meatiest burgers I've ever had. They have got no meat in them. Yeah, it's is that Paul McCartney's wife? Oh uh, yeah. Well, it was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got the one leg. I'll have to have a little look. I'll yep. have to have a little look. Yeah, so that's what I was doing uh, January to February. March, the 16th, mm. 
we started yeah. we started uh, what well, i started matt chat yeah 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 and uh yeah. at the time i just thought oh, i'm just gonna call it matt chat because this will last about a month and uh it'll give me something <laughs> to do for lockdown yeah. and uh i got lee i, I can't well lee and lee was chatting i said look you want to do you want to come on this podcast you're a conspiracy man come on and talk about the coronavirus because you was always putting all shit about it all over the internet and i thought i'll have him yeah. on that'd be a topical conversation i'll have him on here do one week do me get me yeah. started and uh <laughs> he's still here he's still here and uh so yeah march yeah. the 16th uh matt chat kicked off with a coronavirus conspiracy that was like the bit at the time uh i just started with anchor like a, a podcast uh host person like company mm-hmm. and it's free but they, you couldn't do anything on it i didn't know how to edit i didn't know how to do anything like that and uh basically i was shitting myself that if lee says something that i can't put out um i won't be able to edit it out and I don't know what to do about that because I've got to put it on. And then Lee says something that I can't edit out. <laughs> and then, I and can't then, remember what it was. Yeah, I'll do. And uh, then what's his name? Um, Amsterdam reported me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amsterdam. I wonder if he still listens. Oh, I don't, I, I, yeah, could be. Because I do get Netherlands. Yeah. He could just be inputting us in the charts every week. <laughs> cheers, Amsterdam. Yeah, cheers for that, Amsterdam. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was. Uh, let me just, I'm just going to pull up the rest of our shows here, so yeah. I can keep a track of what's uh, keep them in some. Can kind you of repeat order. what I said? Yeah. You, you, we was so we were talking about because uh, because I don't really care because it, it yeah. Amsterdam. I got a bit of a, a bit of a ticking off, but no one did anything. I didn't take it out. Yeah. So basically, you said uh, we was talking. You, you was talking, telling me about that the, there was a virus that America had. Like, basically, you was doing all the Wuhan lab. This was created in the lab. This is all news yeah. to me at the time. Yeah. By the way, sorry if I keep yeah. chewing and you keep hearing crunching. I don't know how bad it's coming across, but I'm eating fake frazzles, Christmas leftovers. <laughs> right, so I'm gonna. I'm having a bit of a New Year party. I'm only over there drinking coffee, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So six of March. So Lee was talking about the um the Wuhan stuff being made in a lab, the virus, and saying that America was trying to get the virus. I can't remember what you were, the sort of stuff you was coming out with at the time. Yeah. It all sounded insane to me at the time. What do I know? Yeah. A load of bollocks. Yeah. But you said you said it was all mission impossible stuff. So I said what, like Tom Cruise? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. I remember that. And you said, no, like Wong Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. From then on we was we Brilliant. was it was deemed as racists yes. because because uh yeah. Amsterdam said so. This is the problem you have in the world now. You can't say anything like that. <laughs> But well, that was what, yeah, that was oh, what we done. So we done, we done that show. Wonkies. <laughs> we done that show. And then the following day, the 17th of March, we put out the Mandela Effect, which is bizarre because we've just finished the year with that one. Yeah. Uh, before the Christmas show. So that was pretty funny. But I didn't know much about that then. We was talking about the Mandela Effect. Uh, we know, obviously, what Lee thinks about the Mandela Effect because we just did it the other week. So he's probably he's got the same sort of opinions he had of it at, at the time. Yeah. Uh, but the Mandela effect, we can't really revisit that because we just revisited it on a show. There's no, absolutely no yeah. point. So the 23rd of March, we moved to, and coming up for April there, and I did my interview with the Loch Ness Monster Hunter, Steve Feltham. Uh, now, I really, really, really got excited about doing that. I, had, I was so ill-equipped with my with my uh, equipment. 
And so I'm going to play you a clip in a minute to, to, so you can sort of see how terrible I sounded in this to compare it to today. Lee, you wasn't in on this one, was you? No. Nah, but you did nah. hear it, didn't you? And yeah. uh, I'm going to play you a clip in a minute of Steve. So Steve's uh, a guy that um, is well, well, well known all around the world. And he's always on all the Discovery Channel TV shows. And he's got like Guinness records for the constant lock of constant watch over Loch Ness for 20 30 years, I don't know how long it was. Be 30 yeah. years next year. Yeah. yeah. And he's still, um, he's still there, yeah. And uh he's just known everywhere. And I just thought I'll never get him on. You know, when you just give it a give it a go. I'm a new podcast, it's never gonna come yeah. on to, to yeah. match at, which is yeah. what I was called. And he came on. And yeah. uh I want to play you a clip of it now. I was asking Steve, there was so there was a, a guy, I think it was in the 60s or the 70s, I can't remember, called Tim Dinsdale who filmed the most famous famous video of the Loch Ness Monster or what they thought was a Loch Ness Monster. And I always wanted to ask Steve what he thought about that, and I did, and this is what he had to say. What are your views on the the Tim Dinsdale film? Because everyone love- used to swear that was the, uh, the holy grail of evidence. Um, yeah. It's a bit grainy and a bit dark. Uh, wasn't he in a, a hotel over the foyers, was it? Is that am I right? Before you that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it impresses me. It looks impressive. It's something in the water there. And obviously Jarek looked at it and said that is probably probably anima. Yeah. It's um unfortunately it's suffered from the relentless investigation of Adrian Shine, who yes. is a friend is a friend of mine, and um uh, but he is has become quite sceptical about evidence and he does get very excited about disproving any strand of the evidence. Right. He, he's done a lot of work where he says he can identify a bloke sat in the back of a boat. So right. I remember one day he invited, this was um, uh, probably a landmark day for me in Nessie Hunted. Uh, Adrian invited myself Rip, Rip Heppel, who's an age-old monster hunter, um, Alistair Boyd, another one, and Richard Carter, somebody else as well, round to the Drumner Drocket exhibition for a day of discussion about the evidence, the, the five or six of us in a room, humming and ahhing about this and that. And in there, I, I think the whole object of the exercise was for Adrian to unleash his latest findings about the Dinsdale film. Yeah. And I, I I do remember that myself and Rip Heppel were not having it at all. Yeah, we could. No matter how many times he rewound the film and showed us again, we couldn't see the bloke in the in the boat, back of the boat, and there was no way we were gonna see, gonna see the bloke in the back of the boat because, yeah. as you say, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's an important piece of film. I think it's. Um, is that, is that part of that exhibition, Max? I've, I've not been to that exhibition for about 20 years. Um, I went um, in there when I first went to the area, the one the, next, to the, next to the hotel, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is in there, yeah, along with a piece of film that I shot, actually, of a seal at Fort Augustus. That's in there as well. Oh. Um, so I successfully filmed that. Anyway, um, yeah. So, oh. so I, I, I still do like the... Dinsdale film, although I do see that there is an argument against it, but 
Um, yeah, but there's always going to be on there. So, what, so yeah. what are your feelings about what what do you believe now? Obviously, you said earlier on when you first went to the area, you were looking for like dinosaurs and stuff. What what are you looking for now? Is your mind changed over the years, or as yeah, I, I reluctantly have to admit that we haven't got long necked plesiosaur dinosaurs from about in Loch Ness. That's far. You're breaking true. people's hearts, Steve. I know, I know. Mine, mine. <laughs> A lifelong passion for me, you know, and it takes a lot to say, okay, I'm probably not going to spot a plesiosaur here. But what does to me tick, and in fact, it was Dick Rayner that put me onto this um, possible theory the thing called the Wells catfish. Now, they're, okay. the, they're the second biggest freshwater fish in the world, these things. They grow to four or five meters, massive, great big catfish. And we haven't got any records of it happening here in Loch Ness, but there is written account of in two lakes in England during the Victorian era, the landowners released Wells catfish into the lake for coarse fishing so that they could charge people to come and catch these big, big catfish. Now, we haven't got record of that happening here at Loch Ness, but it could have happened here at Loch Ness because we've got various estates with fishing rights that may have thought, well, this is going to improve the fishing here if we put some catfish in here. Yeah. And they they fit the description to me. They've got this upturned boat-type back. So we only really get a sighting on a flat, calm day when the roof of their world is silent. So mm-hmm. you imagine they feed on the other fish, and the other fish live in the first metre of water mostly. So they're chasing mm-hmm. after them. They can't hear the waves on the roof of their world. Their back breaks the surface by accident. We get this brief sighting of this thing like a torpedo cutting through the bay. And right. then it's away again. But So what do, you, what do you think the people are seeing that, that say they see a neck and all that stuff then? Uh, I, yeah, my catfish theory does not explain it all, I must admit. No. I struggle with a lot of the neck sightings. I think there's I've observed here at Loch Ness. Is there ever like, is there ever like a floating log or anything there, like anything in, in that water? I've never seen anything like it myself. But then, I've, in yeah. comparison to you, I've hardly spent any time there. So, I've I've seen many big lumps of driftwood floating about out there. Uh-huh. On a calm day, I once couldn't understand what I was watching, and it was it was. Right out in Doors Bay here, but you could just see this black, like an oil spill. In a, it looked like on a flat, calm water, like a cartoon speech bubble, the shape yeah. of a bubble, just a black something. And it was just moving slowly in the, with the prevailing weather in this direction towards Doors Beach. And I was watching it for an hour or two as it came in, binoculars thinking, I do not know what that is. And then as it got right up close to the beach, I walked along the beach to where it was, and it was this, like a speech, as I say, a speech bubble-sized shaped object, millions of pine needles all gathered together in this mat, this mat that was the size of, it must have been 50 feet round, 50-foot round mat of close maybe six inches thick as well in the water but all 
almost like magnetically joined together, forming yeah. this bubble of floating. You know, I've only ever seen that once, and it as it hit the shore, it just concertinaed up on the shoreline and just slowly rolled up onto the beach and left its massive bank of pine needles. And how that had formed on the last, I don't know, and I've never seen it since. So, you know, if if you saw that from a great distance on the other side of the lock, even that could have been a false alarm to somebody, you know. Yeah, the, absolutely. People do get genuine false alarms here. It's people are overly keen to see something and the, when I say that there's um, there is evidence of auto-suggestion going on as well regarding trying to spot Nessie, um, forever and a day since um, the surgeon's photograph people have been reporting these necks. Yeah. They haven't before, before the surgeon's photograph, they didn't. That photograph went around the world saying what looked in the picture to be about a four or five foot long neck, that's what you should be expected to see. Yeah, As it turned yeah. out, it turned out the object was much smaller in that picture, but it looked that sort of size. And so from then on, occasionally, people do report necks. Now, all the necks from then on were in the right size area, four or five foot long necks, until in about 1994, the Loch Ness movie, the Ted Danson one, that yeah. went that went into the cinemas and people saw that and it was a hit and everything. And a lot of people came up here trying to spot Nessie as a result of that film. And at the end of that film, Ted Danson and the little girl go down into this cavern underneath what's supposed to be Urquhart Castle because yeah. she can she can whistle and conjure up these monsters. And she whistles in this little cave. Out of this lagoon puddle in the cave emerged these two necks, which must be 30-foot-long necks. <laughs> and huge, great thing, towering necks, which way out of proportion to what the evidence had always implied that there was in here, and also way out of proportion to what the eyewitnesses had ever seen in here. But when that film got released, over the next six months, I must have had half a dozen people that came around here and said, I've just seen something along the last side. It was a 30-foot-long neck. <laughs> one, one bloke brought me a photograph of the 30-foot-long neck that he'd seen in Urquhart Bay. It was the mast of a yacht. <laughs> so so if, you tell I love people, that. if you tell people what they should see, they will go away and they will see it. So if you yeah. say this animal's got a neck, People will, will report seeing next. Right, that was Steve there talking about his experiences on Loch Ness and Tim Dinsdale and the, the experience he had with the Loch Ness movie with Ted Danson and all that kind of stuff he was just talking about. That was If you want to catch up on that one, that was the third ever episode that we did, and uh, that was back in March. So you can go and listen to the whole interview. It was about 45 minutes, the whole interview. I played about 10 minutes then. But um, what do you think about Loch Ness Monster Lee? I've never, I don't think I've ever asked <coughs> you about this. Yeah, I, I I think it's so deep. Loch Ness is so deep and things like that. I, I just think there could be, there mm. could be a Loch Ness monster. And yeah. I would never write off because like, I've seen, so, 
Yeah. I've if I saw seven of them walking across the road outside my house now, I'd believe it. <laughs> this year. God, blimey. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, it could be. It could yeah. be. I'm 50 50. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should do another show about Loch Ness. We haven't since I've done that. We've never we've never covered it, and I know so much about it that it would be a breeze for me. But yeah, I'll get you to I'll get you to do some research because mm. I like making you work for your oh, for yeah. your for your zero cash. <laughs> <laughs> the next it's show, passion, so, it's a passion. We moved into April, first of April, April Fool's Day, and we did a terrible show. <laughs> On that day, yeah. and we didn't really have a topic to do, <laughs> so the topic was yeah. moving to Cyprus from Lee, right? Yeah, and our what, fault, what a shit show! And our, <laughs> and our fault, it'd be a good topic. But I mean, we had a laugh doing it, but it's not something that's going to draw yeah. them in, is it? Uh, no. But I, I just thought that uh, because I, I was speaking to Steve and it was all about so Steve's life, he basically gave up everything. Uh, Steve fell from Loch Ness Monster. He gave up yeah. everything in his life, sold it all, bought a van, and went to Loch Ness and stayed there on that basically the money he made with his house, makes clay models mm. of Nessie, and lives the freest life of anyone I, I know. Uh, and it was just his lifelong dream, and he went and did it. And I just thought that was a really good story to put on a podcast in a, in a pandemic and everyone's worried. Yeah. And he's sort of, uh, and I thought, uh, Lee, Lee moved away and uh, he did this and this and this. I'll get Lee back on and uh, he can talk about his, why he's moved away. And I thought, oh, I'll get Lee on and he'd be like, yeah, well, I'm just so fed up in England and Cyprus has been great and blah, blah, blah. I didn't get that from Lee at all. I got, uh, I got, um, what do you, uh, Cyprus, lay you absolute wank, Matt. Anyone else want to come to Cyprus? Don't fucking do it. Stay in England and earn some fucking money. It's absolutely shit. And too hot. And I have to cut the ends out of all of my shorts every day. <laughs> so, and now yeah. I'm back. Yeah. Now he's back. So that's, that was a hopeful yeah. story, wasn't it? It's made it even worse. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I'm in Australia you, now. Yeah. What are your, what are your views of Cyprus now then? Like? You, you stick by everything you said there? No, I miss it. I do miss it. I miss yeah. the weather and things like that. Yeah, but uh, you know, we've we we made the right decision in coming back. So I can always go there for holidays and things like that if Europe let us Brits in. But there you go. That's the that's just uh, that's just life at the moment. So it's always there for me me to go back to for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's the way I feel. Yeah. Cheers. Have a bit of bud for me. Yeah. They just love New Year. No. Lovely. Love New Year when we sit indoors on Zoom. Yeah. So we went on. So we, uh, we did New another. Year. Happy New Year to all our listeners out there. And we went on to do another 5G COVID conspiracy, <laughs> right? Which I think we can all now agree. Well, naturally, we can't all agree because if I dismiss yeah. anything anymore on this show, I'll get bellends telling me that I'm doing it for financial purposes. So I can't dismiss 5G. Maybe 5G is <laughs> true, but I don't believe for Soros. It. Soros, George will be on the phones. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Uh, we then went on. We did the 9-11 conspiracy. First time we spoke about it. The first of many times we spoke about 9-11. This was mid-April. Mm. Uh, Lee was so uh, convinced about 9-11 back then, weren't you, Lee? I was. Yeah, yeah. I was very convinced. I was, I was like, it was an inside job all over the place. But no. Changed my view on that one. Changed his views a little while. I don't know if I've changed my views completely, but I was never that. I I just, I I probably made the conspiracy theorist mistake with 9 11 of of being so thinking that I'd worked it all out by watching some YouTube videos without actually checking if any of the stuff I was being told was actually true. 
Mm. Uh, but you don't know, dear. Then we we went on to do our next show, which was UFO, the first UFO show when Valiant Four first came into our lives. Valiant Four, love our Valiant Four. Was it and uh, Jill, wasn't it? Jill Four, yeah, yeah. Jill Four, Lee. This is April the seventh, eighth, and back then, and, and when we went back to these to these days. We yeah. used to record and put these out on the same day. So I know this went out on, on April the 7th, 8th, and we recorded it on the same day because that's just what I used to do. It's just blah, 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 yeah. get it out straight out. I don't do that anymore because you've got to nah. be a bit more professional these days. We're putting a show out that yeah. actually got decent. Back then, we had a handful of listeners. But um, that was a funny show. I really enjoyed that. And uh, I, I don't understand. I learned, I learned to be quite sneaky on that show because on the title yeah. of the show, I, I called it UFOs, Aliens, Reptilians, Area 51, Valiant 4, and David Icke. And people click on it thinking it's a David Icke interview. And then they get all the way through and realize it weren't. But I've got them anyway. <laughs> and then they might listen to the rest of the show and think it was good. But I didn't mean to, to make it sound yeah. that way. But I learned that that got lots of lot. That was our first show. That got a, that got a yeah. big, a big reaction, a big uh, listenership. Then we moved on. Manipulation. Well, yeah, but everyone does it. Then we moved on yeah. to uh, April. Uh, later in April, we done a first ever ghost show, for, uh, paranormal show. Now well, that yeah. was one of my favourite shows. That was so funny yeah, me doing too. that. Yeah. God, yeah. God, did it go down the toilet with with viewers, uh, with listeners? I don't know. People, why, I don't know either. Like, People just ain't yeah. that bothered about ghosts. I don't know if they've got their own paranormal podcast that they already listen to or whatever, and it just doesn't fit the sort of listeners that, that, have, that have subscribed to us. Don't really like that sort of thing. I've got no idea. Yeah. I uh, ain't that bothered about ghosts. I just lips them. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be, <laughs> I thought that would be a massively interesting topic to cover. It didn't do yeah. badly, but yeah. compared, compared to the aliens a week before in the 9-11 shows. Segwaying here a little bit. So we done the nine eleven conspiracy back there in April. Then we got feedback from a man called Aaron Adam Fitzgerald uh, mm. on our when we put it on the YouTube. So uh, he, he's disputed all of our points. So we invited him on twenty seventh of April. We had him on great nine yeah. eleven debate. It was called Lee, me, and him, and that was a good show. That done very very well, and I enjoyed doing that. Yeah. And I learned so much on that show. Adam's one of my favourite guests we've had on this year. Me too. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to play any clips of Adam because he was only on a couple of weeks ago. So I don't think anyone would get the benefits of it, but you can go back and listen to that show. Uh, the ninth show we did the great nine 11 debate. Um, just looks at looking at things from a different, a different concept, different point of view that, uh, mm. to what we'd sort of looked at f- previously with your usual looking at your YouTube and, and making opinions. Definitely. Next up, <laughs> <laughs> next up was that we done a moon landing show, didn't we? So yeah. do you remember that Michael Collins was he actually there? I've learned out since yeah. that Michael Collins didn't even land on the moon; he just just flew the thing around it for a bit. The Did other he? Two. Yeah, he didn't even step foot on what, the moon. So he, he he didn't even he was in the space shuttle. Yeah, he was just he was a pilot in it, so he didn't get to actually land on the moon. Uh, if any of them did, I don't know. So the most important man that had to ride like ride them there mm. didn't get a mention no everyone always <laughs> ignores him like, i knew there was yeah. a third bloke who was banging on about him but this was the, the, the reason this show was significant because this was the yeah. first one star review we got uh from doyle yeah uh, oh, good old Doyle. And he, uh, Doyle absolutely did not like this show. He thought it, it, the, the, the research was sloppy. Mm, imagine that. 
He thought the research was yeah. sloppy and he thought that uh, we didn't, we half asked it a little bit, we didn't get some of the facts right and that we swore too much. So thanks, oh, sorry, Doyle. Sorry, Doyle. Yeah, sorry about that, Doyle. Sake. But it does, say, it does say explicit yeah. content on the thing. But we're not going to get back yeah. into it. Doyle, you're still an avid listener. So how's it going? Thanks for listening to every single show since then, Doyle. Thanks for being a big yeah. fan. <laughs> uh, we then done another coronavirus show. Skip through that. Slender Man was next in May. So yes, I think this Slender was around Man. about the time now that we switched. We changed our name to Whatcast. It was around about now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it was just yet, but it was around about now. And um, Slender Man Siren Head. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Siren Head. It was a big uh, do you know what? There's, there's a few films out about that now. There's a few films out about that now. About Slender Man. About Slender Man, but not I love Siren that Head. Show. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Not Siren Head, no. No. Uh, that was a funny, I loved that one. Uh, and that was when I did my first ever challenge to the flat earth people on that, on that show. I've got that on there. Yeah. So then they still, here we are. That was my, here we are nearly January and that's still not been answered. Although keep subscribing to the YouTube and we're going to get, if you do, yeah. you will, you will get a, a good debate between me and Lee and uh, one of the world's po- most prominent flat earthers. The next one we did was hollow earth. Yes. And that was your baby, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And since I've just thought to myself, you know, it's probably all bullshit. (laughs) 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 For some reason, I've got it. If you remember what we were talking about, the title of the show was Hollow Earth, Bill Gates and Italy, Vaccines, Deadly Fleas. And Flat Earth and Hollywood. That, yeah, that's when I used to do the Insect Corner. Insect Corner. corner. Yeah. <laughs> they used to do Insect Corner. Now, I don't remember anything about those things, but I remember, I remember thinking the show was funny, Hollow Earth. God, it doesn't feel like my. Yeah. The next one was no. Nostradamus, Obamagate, Cockroaches, Corona News, Films and Virtue Signaling. <laughs> <laughs> This is when we started doing like a menu for, for, for titles. Uh, yeah that was brilliant nostradamus that was a funny one that was i love that i remember that one because i got triggered while i was on my motorbike riding through the streets of pathos and i see something that i didn't like about the virtual signal and i thought (laughs) 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 right then we we took a delve after that straight into the world of sasquatch and so we had the first person we had on was Lilith when it Lilith Gray, yeah. all for Lilith. I Gray. really Lee, enjoyed that show. Lee secured this one. So uh, this was in June uh, and yeah. Lee, Lee got this one, got, got Lilith and she was, she just brought out a, a, an Amazon book and it was about called please don't feed the Sasquatch. And uh, yeah. we was like, so she, she said that she lived around that Sasquatch lived around her. And uh, I've got a little clip to play yeah. you here from this. And Lilith uh, was discussing about when she first discovered that uh, that her family weren't alone, potentially weren't alone where, where they live. We'll be back in a minute. We want to get, get into this. I want to get into this yeah. now. So, right. So basically, when, so when was it? So how long ago did you first start seeing these people regularly? Um, it was about, it was five years ago when I figured out what was going on. They'd been around for a while, but we never knew what it was. Um, their vocalizations are so incredible and I'm Mm. super lucky to cut what I have. Um, they rattle your chest. You feel your heart bang against your rib cage. Um, they have 
the ability to use sound in ways I don't think we understand yet. Um, like infrasound, like a tiger or an elephant. Yeah. Um, I think that when they do that, especially they like to really try to terrify my husband. It's gotten better, but <laughs> yeah. they don't like dudes, man. Yeah, they don't. And if he pisses in the backyard, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> See, I read it's... that. I read that in your book, and I thought to myself, they're clearly like they're thinking that that, yeah. that your husband is marking his territory, and, and the the male is getting pissed off of it because he's thinking, yeah. wait. This isn't yours, man. This is mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I'm going to throw the biggest tree I can find just to yeah. show you how strong I am. It's kind of, <laughs> it makes me giggle. You know, the first time he actually saw one, he jumped three feet in the air. And, and I will relish that moment because it wasn't that he didn't believe me. He knows I'm not crazy. You know what I mean? It's just, he's like, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, here you go, sir. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so is it has he seen these now oh yeah oh yeah your husband's because because obviously i've read i've read what you've documented so far but i believe where you left it it was it i wasn't i didn't think he'd your husband had actually ever seen these not at that point he had not because he would see them shadow the wood line and that's what they did at first you know um you would just be able to make out and there were tons of them here that year and it's not always like that. I actually believe that, um, and you know, we have the recordings of the chanting and the singing. It was some kind of celebration or ceremony yeah. among tribes, maybe marriage, maybe, um, I don't, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, but it was something of significance to them. You know, they all know the same lyrics to the same songs. So yeah. they have some kind of, you know, um, but I, I think that what they were doing when they were shadowing the woodline, you know, and you see anywhere from 12 of them standing out there that it was, they were asking our permission to stay. And once I gave him permission, it was just like, Ooh, they got loud. And (laughs) you know, so he had only seen that, that phenomenon with them Mm -hmm. standing, it's kind of shadowing our, our property. Mm. You, you were mentioning um, that they distort, their body shape, but like standing together and things like that in your book. Yep. Like, so, so that's, so in your opinion, is that possibly why they, they get, they don't get seen as often as they perhaps should, because they don't look like what you would expect to be looking for. They're kind of like just make exactly. themselves into a blob or something. Yeah. Um, we had an incident, I think this was last spring. Um, our little girls were playing on the play set and I thought my stupid cat had gotten out and gotten into the woods. Cause I saw this black, um, shape. So mm-hmm. I look over and I see them there. They were crawling up. They like to watch the kids play on the swing set. Um, so as soon as they, they notice you seeing them, they just freeze. Um, yeah. They use the sun. I've had one full out run in front of me, but as soon as I would lower my eyes uh, low enough to see him, mm-hmm. the sun blinded me. Yeah. I mean, they use their environment incredibly. Um, they spend a lot of time on their bellies. They don't, they're not yeah. always just clomping around there. Cause the one that I'm closest to that I have the closest relationship with towers over the peak, the end of my garage. So this is I would big say daddy, right? Yeah. Big daddy. He's about probably somewhere in the area of 10 or 11 feet tall. He thinks he's yours. Lily. Huh? Do what? He, he, he thinks that you are his. I think so. In some ways it's almost yeah. like our family 
they begrudgingly accept John. Yeah. But we're theirs. This we're like mm. a part of the land to them, I think. I know that yeah. sounds so weird, but you know. Yeah. Cuz yeah. obviously obviously he can he, he can probably sense obviously you're a female. And right. obviously where it this is the, this is the the logic I'm thinking of it is that obviously animals, male animals over female animals, sort of like kind of own them. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that they do have like a very primitive um, way of viewing that. It's like the territorial markers. I mean, if you come in and piss in the yard, John's not going to get mad at you, right? <laughs> no, it's not going to bother yeah. him at all. You yeah. know, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, man, take a pee. Um, <laughs> but they view that as like an affront. So I yeah. think they're more animalistic than we are by, for sure. I don't think that they're like ready to put a suit and tie on or anything like that, but <laughs> yeah. um, I guarantee you, uh, Melba Ketchum did a study, and yes. it's been highly, you know, smacked around. But um, basically, what she found was that the female, the maternal side of the DNA, was us human. Yeah. So I, I kind of lean towards. I think you say a denizen, man, some yeah. kind of hybrid maybe between like a denizen. And I can't say that right. I know I'm not saying it right. And and us, I think mm. that's their ancestry, just from stuff I've seen. Well, that was Lilith, uh, Lilith Gray, talking about a Sasquatch. What do you think about Sasquatch now, then, Lay? I I believe it. I, I believe in them, mate. I still believe in them. Yeah. I, again, it's like a, a li- I wouldn't say a hundred percent believe in them, but again, one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. So, it's quite convincing stuff that that uh, that Lilith was saying. Although it was, it. yeah, it was. She didn't sound like <laughs> she didn't sound like she was making it up on the spot for sure. No, um, no. it's a, a very elaborate if she was, but oh, I enjoyed yeah. that. Was a good interview. Um, yeah, she I was really nice. Enjoyed it. I liked Lilith. Um, yeah. The next week we done we Tom get her on one day. Well, she oh, hopefully, she, but we we, we yeah. did Tom. Uh, what's his name? The following Tom, week, seaweed, weird, seaweed, yeah. Tom Seaweed, the following week, and he was another Bigfoot uh, expert, and he was uh, he was a bushman from uh, Vancouver in Canada, yeah. And he was yeah. sort of he said that Lilith stuff, he didn't believe any of that. He, he said he's had totally different experiences with Sasquatch, but you know, yeah, he had a few, he had a few um, things that he didn't agree with, didn't he? Yeah, but like, you could with, say with uh, again. If you want to be cynical, Tom was selling holidays based yeah, on the, right. based yeah. on the yeah. on the myth or whatever of Sasquatch. So maybe he's he sells a certain uh, vision, and her, what she said doesn't doesn't match up. So he just shits on yeah. it. Who knows? You don't really know. I don't know what I think about Sasquatch. I don't disbelieve either one of those people. They were both very credible, as far as I'm concerned. Next one, I've done a little show with my son, Riley. First time he came on, it was, I talked all about dinosaurs, and that was really, really good. And I was so impressed with him. He didn't have any notes. He just knew everything, which was yeah, blown away by. We'd done a Illuminati after that. Show 18 in June, the 15th. Mm. Illuminati and the number 33. Another one I remember very well. Everything seemed yeah. to tie to the number 33. And we've done spontaneous <laughs> human combustion on that show as well. So yeah. I remember, I don't think I have a research any more than I did for that show, for any other show. No, that, and that, that human combustion stuff still freaks me out. It does. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. 
Sorry, running through this because I just realised we've done 50 shows. I'm only up to 19. Uh, Life on Mars. <laughs> we've done Next Is Their Life on Mars uh, and the Mayan Calendar and Oreo Cookies. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> the Mayan Calendar looked like Oreo Cookies. Go and listen yeah. to this show, uh, 19, uh, June the 22nd. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> the next one, uh, July, we moved to Triangle, Malaysian Airlines. There's another one. Maybe we used yeah. to research, Lee. Do you remember yeah. when we used to do research? Yeah. We did a triangle. This was a funny show. It's all funny. Yeah. Looking back at them now, the next one, time travel, Kanye West. First time we've done Jelaine Maxwell uh, on yeah. this show. And we've done the Simpsons time travel stuff on it too. Then we've done the following week, show 22, crop circles. And is Donald Trump a time traveler? Yeah. We don't write stuff about the Baron Trump. Trinity, and, the books. Yeah. yeah. Baron Trump from the 1800s yeah. talking about Donald Trump being the mm. last president. We still don't know if that's true or not. Number 45, the no. last. We don't know what's going to happen with that. The following week after that, I did a show with Emily from Drink Drunk Dead podcast about ghosts and uh, paranormal. Uh, what's that called? Poltergeist and things like that. And actually yeah. did a few different things to talk about on that one. That was another ghost show that I'm slightly better than the last ghost show we did. After that, show 24, this was the one. Pizzagate, Tom Hanks, and yeah. all we did. This is a biggest show so far. Biggest, biggest, probably, far probably biggest show. Probably my best. Yeah. Biggest show so far. Done. Got banned from YouTube, this show, and it's still on Still on the uh, podcast, number 24, 20th of July. If you want yeah. to go give it a listen, it's done thousands of listens, uh, put us on the map, this show. Since then, we've been that, – that's ch- changed everything, doing that show, and that was yeah. Lee's idea. So I've got to give Lee credit for that. I didn't want to touch it. didn't want Cheers. to do anything to do with – with that sort of stuff. And I can't even remember it was my idea. Yeah, it was your I idea. Was you your said, idea. let's do it. And I thought, I'm denied about it for a week. And so fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. The next one yeah. we did was UFOs confirmed by the Pentagon that done monster numbers. And then the Tom Hanks is now Greek show. Number 26, <laughs> August. That also yeah. did big numbers. So it was on a roll here. And then we've done the great coronavirus death rate lie on the 27th. Sorry, on the, number 27 on the 10th of August. Yeah. Uh, and that was pretty good. Other than really bad. Still audio. There. Other than really yeah. bad audio on that one. But that, that was, uh, then we did troll dolls. Now this was a weird one because we, the yeah. troll dolls, remember that when they, they had yeah. a button between their legs and whatnot, it was, we was yeah. bang on to child molested people at this time. weren't we? we was like trying to <laughs> yeah. catch them all. And, uh, yeah. And the uh, ice water scandal, the LOL dolls, right? So we put this and it done reasonable numbers on the podcast and phenomenal numbers on the YouTube. About a thousand on the YouTube, which for us was massive at the time. Mm. Uh, Which was I can't believe that hasn't been banned yet. Just no, no, I don't understand that. And we done, I done a true crime special Mm. after that with Emily from the Students' Verdict. And that was that's done really well, that show as well. That was a really interesting show. That was really good for me because I'd have to do anything. Yeah, that was a good show. I just sat there for the whole way through and let her talk. <laughs> you do your show, Emily. I'll just listen. Perfect. <laughs> We'd done a really, on that show, I remember we did a really funny uh, opening to that show. I was pissing myself. I was driving up to yeah. so the Lake District listening to that show. And I was hysterics <laughs> driving because I forgot yeah. what we did at the beginning. We was talking about yeah. Uh, what did we? What was chickens? It? Can you remember? Some bloke, yeah, some bloke got uh, arrested for raping nine chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I heard a recent story. Some some person's got um, a prison sentence for shagging uh, donkeys. Maybe. <laughs> 
why? What, what, what the fuck? Why would you? <laughs> oh, that animal looks really sexy today. Then we've done flat earth debunk. Oh, sorry. We've done genetically modified mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> on the 24th of August it went on to the, 20, the yeah. 31st of August flat earth debunked that was purely to prod the flat earthers to come in on to try yeah. and like, we just thought we'd debug it didn't work finally it's worked finally but yeah it took, it took months and months then we've done a censorship show this was a weird one Facebook and Twitter censorship yeah. uh, COVID vaccine COVID vaccine liability right and this show is the lowest rated show we've ever done. The lowest numbers really? we've ever done. I do not know why it was so current and people just not interested in censorship. Won't be doing censorship next year. No. Uh, you have spoken. Q is on Netflix, bounced us back. That done a big, big number. Yeah. Uh, uh, which we're talking about the Q is film on Netflix, which was very, very odd. Anything to do with yeah. children's exploitation seems to be popular on these shows. I yeah. think people are just so sick of it. Uh, the next one was uh, one of my best shows, 34, 20, 21st of September, uh, yeah. Alien Abductee Seer. Yeah, that yeah. freaked me out, that show. I loved that show. And yeah. we're going to play you a bit of it. So we were talking about... Um, Sia was somebody that that said that she was always abducted her entire life from a little tiny kid. And I, we got into a bit into the conversation and I started, I think, I think we're going to pick up when I ask her uh, when she was started to get taken rather than just visited. Yeah. So let's go and see what Sia has to say. You mentioned the other day when we were chatting that, that you, that when they would take you. So when, so when did they take you? Like, uh, was that when you got older? Yeah, when I got older. So when I was 15 years old, uh, I mean, a little before 15, like 14 and a half, they started to come back because yeah. they disappeared for a while. Right. Uh, then they started coming back. So now we moved somewhere else uh, in Morocco. So we were up north in Tangier. And they came back. I was sleeping with one of my sisters in the same room. And they showed up, like, I would say around midnight or something. Um, and there were, like, three of them, but it was a different, per- like, a different, like, a, um, like one person was different, was not the same that we were used to see. Okay. And she was a female. So it's like, you can't really tell from, from the shape, but you know telepathically mm. that she's a female. So she tells you, I'm a female. So then, you know, she gra- she touched my forehead and one of the other ones touched my sister's forehead and they were checking our eyes. Like, you know, when you go to the doctor and they kind of look at your eyes, yeah. And yeah. make you open your mouth and, you know, check your hair. They check everything, your skin. Then after that, we couldn't remember nothing. That's the only thing we could remember. And we were like, we were fine. We were not scared or anything because we know them. But yeah. we just kind of were surprised. Like, oh, like. So you knew that, them- but you knew that wasn't it. You'd lost time somewhere then. Is that what you're saying? So time, you'd, you'd lost, like you're saying so you couldn't remember anything after. So how do you know it? That there you was can't anything remember after? because you can't remember because they make sure you won't remember until they figure out how you are reacting to what they're doing. They can't right, okay. let you remember anything until they make sure, you know, you are going to be fine mm. with what they're doing. So if you're resistant, for example, they will always make sure you can't remember much. So because you, I don't know. 
You mentioned mm-hmm. the other day that they they told you where you were. So where did yes. they tell you where you that were? That was, yeah, so like a th- lot of things happened. So okay, okay. when they came back, when they came back, so that was the first encounter is we've seen them. They were in my room uh, and we woke up in the morning and we could not remember much like about what happened later. Like how did they leave? What happened? Right. Yeah. But we'll always find scars in our bodies. Right. So I had I so that day specifically I remember I woke up with a scar on my lower right abdomen and so my sister did and it was painful. It's almost like you had some sort of procedure. So yeah. I you know, I was like so upset and I went to my mother and I said to her, Look, I have a scar. And she was like, What did that happen? Like, how did that happen? I said, I don't know. Then my other sister started complaining. She was like, oh, my God, like, I have a scar, too. Mm. So we were so upset. So my mother was like, what were you doing? Like, what did you do? You know, so she got so confused. And she's like, okay, well, you know, I'll take you to the doctor later. And we'll see what that is. And we went to the doctor and he did not know what it was. He's like, I don't know. I mean, were they playing with something sharp? Were they doing something? She's like, no, they were sleeping. Yeah. And these were, were these scars yeah. exactly the same place on both of you? In the same place on both of us. Right. It's right where, where your appendix, if you would ask oh, yeah. me. Like, yep, you yep, know. Yep. And I still have the scar. Like, until this day, it's still there. Like, very slightly, but it's still there. That was like a really bad one. Yeah. That lasted so long. So then things started to happen. Then little by little, they will like try to show you things here and there to see how you will react. Yeah. Uh, and that's how I ended up seeing the things I've seen. And when they saw that I was just so frightened and so unhappy, then all the things after that, they will try to make me not remember so much. Uh, my sister remembers more than I do. I don't know why. And she doesn't want to be part of it either. Mm. But she does remember more than I do. Uh, but I do remember things. I do remember waking up in places and being told this is underground. Yeah. So I have never, ever, ever, and I'm 43 now, never told that it was in the space or it was a spaceship. So I just... That's all I wanted to say from my own experience. I have never been to space. I dream of being in space, but I don't know if that's part of uh, an legit experience. But like when I'm awake like this, I have never been into a spaceship or outside, you know, planet Earth. So um, I was always in Earth when everything happened and everything they've done. I was here in Earth. Yeah, I know. Uh, weirdly, yeah. that you, yeah. we we've spoke about this, haven't we? When you when yeah. people have said that aliens are potentially here, in 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 the Earth. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then to hear this, yeah. it's like they are here in Earth, but they try to, and they have access to the outer space. They have to travel to space because that's where they go collect all the minerals and the metals they use in their technology. Earth yeah. does not have certain metals; they have to go and grab them. So people see these activities like those people coming in and out the space and they think they are coming from the space, but they're not. But they will make you believe that they're 
they're coming from space. So they're not. They're so all, you're, you're, you're saying these these things, they're as native to Earth as we are. And I'm a hundred percent sure they yeah. Yeah. And are not from any other planets well. or nothing like that. Yeah, I think that as well. I think they're from there. Yeah, that's my own intuition. That's my own feeling. That's what it's telling me. It's telling me they're not from space. They're from here. But there is a reason why they want people to believe they're, they're from space. They have an agenda. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Phil Schneider. Lee? Um, no. no, I Phil haven't. Schneider. No. I wanted to look up Phil Schneider. Um, he used to work. Um, uh, he's a geologist. He's an American geologist from a German background. And he worked for the military. And um, he actually exposed some of this agenda uh, before he was murdered. Of course, right. uh, yeah. and he was talking about it, and he said, and he said the same thing. So he said, these people are from underground; they're not mm. from space. So, so what, what do you? Can I ask wrong. you something? What, what do you think yeah. about? Have you seen all of this stuff with the with the latest thing with the uh, the US uh, the Pentagon saying they've got the, the reverse engineering crafts? Have you seen that mm. stuff? No. You haven't seen that? So that's been no. quite recently. There's a guy, Tom DeLong, that is uh, kind of saying that he, he's been asked to slowly expose huh. the truth of what's going on. Uh, but he, no. can't, he can't say it in, in, because people would get quite worried by that it's, yes. it's not particularly good news is what the, 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 yes. coming out. Like not, in, so, so, so with what you're saying, it's like from what from what they're saying, it, without actually saying anything, it's almost like this is quite sinister and it's not what people think. And now you're it coming is out not, and saying that's that. That's what Phil Schneider right. said, and that's why he got murdered yeah. in his apartment because he started talking about it and he said there is an agenda going on and actually so many governments in the world, not just the US, mm. are actually involved. Right, that was Sia then. Uh, what do you think? Of, what do you think about that then, Lee? At the time, because I remember that was quite a difficult interview to do because I think she got quite upset a little bit into it when she was talking about yeah, her mum and did. stuff. I couldn't quite tell. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah. it was just after the, just before the clip I played. You should really, if you haven't heard it and you listen to the show now, please go back and listen mm. to that. Whether you believe it yeah. or not, it was very, a very at least thought provoking. Yeah. Um, She's she was a very eccentric person like yeah. it it can't like the way she come across the way she spoke and everything she was very uh like and i'm gonna i'm gonna cliche it here very unworldly mm. does that make yeah. sense like yeah like she well, she, she was hinted at like being a hybrid here. wasn't she yeah uh, i don't know i don't know what to think about any yeah. of this sort of stuff it's everything seems bizarre if you're not familiar with it but I loved doing the interview. I know that uh, I got called away a few times during the interview and um, you, mm. you picked up with it and while I was sort of buggered off doing stuff. <laughs> Not yeah. that anyone knew because my editing <laughs> skills had come on so far by September so I could get away with it. But yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved doing it. And uh, it went, uh, you can always tell because the interview goes far much longer than you think it's going to when, when, you, yeah. uh, when you're enjoying it. The next one was a social dilemma we did. This doesn't feel like longer. This was 28th of September. Oh, no. Yeah. It doesn't That's feel like that I had long a little ago break at all. from Facebook after, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So we done a social yeah. dilemma and that was uh, an artificial intelligence, um, yeah. which was a good show. 
the next show. So I've got to say, right, uh, the 5th of October, uh, I did a show with John Truman Wolf, right? Yeah. And I've got to say, I, that's my favorite show that I've done. Yeah. That's my favorite interview that I've done. Because hmm. I, I think it's because I didn't know who he, well, I knew, I knew of him, but I didn't know his yeah. opinions on anything. And it was mm. really when people surprise you that I thought, oh, this bloke's just going to talk about fucking cryptocurrency and all this sort yeah. of stuff. And he did, but it was in an interesting, it was interesting. And yeah. I didn't think I would find it interesting. And then we what got onto kind of politics and things like this and talking about the Rona and all this other stuff that we did. And I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I really felt like I, like it was refreshing because it, he is an uh, older guy. And yeah, I'll always listen to older people because they actually do know things. I don't just think they know everything and they have mm. seen and lived through stuff. So it, I, I did feel like I, I, I learned quite a lot from, from John, from JTW. JT. And uh, I'm going to play you a little clip. And then we spoke, we spoke about the cryptocurrency and stuff. And uh, then we got onto the pandemic and what he thinks and what he knows about Dr. Fauci, my friend, Dr. Mm. Fauci, the rat. So let's uh, <laughs> let's go listen to what old John Truman Wolf had to say. That's a result. That's an effect. When there's an effect, there's always a cause, which I think is the point you were making early on. You've got an yeah. effect like this; it's being caused. So as it's being caused, who's causing it? Yeah. Um, I think you get governors um, in this country, uh, you know, state governors that. Um, you know, like to control, uh, uh, you know, populations. Uh, the governor of California is certainly like that. People are fleeing the state left and right. They're just like, sorry. Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. Because you're very, are you still locked down totally in California? Uh, there's some counties that are open somewhat, you know, uh, hair salons are open, nail salons are open. Uh, restaurants restaurants can feed people outside. Oh, so yeah, if a so. restaurant if a restaurant's got a patio, but um, to a large degree, uh, the, you know, there's still a lot of there's still a lot of lockdown in in the state in which I live. Some of the states are opened up. Florida's opened up. Uh, I think South Dakota's opened up. Uh, but uh, you know, primarily, it's still. Um, a long ways from normal. Yeah, it's it's all turned very political over there, hasn't it? With the different areas of uh, some are completely locked down, some are completely open, depending on where they want to sort of steer you to vote and stuff. But on the on the subject of the pandemic, uh, Doctor Fauci, what do you know about Doctor Fauci? Well, I'm you know I'm not a fan of this guy. Uh, he's very very close to Bill Gates. Uh, right. B- B- Bill Gates is on a jihad to vaccinate the planet. Yeah. Uh, I wrote an article on Gates uh, two issues ago. I published a financial newsletter, uh, which I'll give a plug for, uh, Strategic Financial Intelligence, strategicfinancialintelligence.com. And, um, uh, you know, I, I thought of him kind of as, all right, this is a guy that uh, founded Microsoft and made billions of dollars and he's now doing vaccination. No, this is a very evil dude. Right. Uh, the, the vaccination programs that he has run in Africa and India have damaged people in some people in some places, killed them in some places, left them crippled. 
uh, he and his wife, via their foundation, are into a population control agenda. Right. Um, and uh, this art, I'm not going to go into all the specifics, but there, uh, in the article I wrote, I cite all the, the studies and the evidence of this. Uh, he's a bad actor, and Fauci is an acolyte of his. Uh, you know, Fauci is on a number of um, organizations that Gates funds, uh, and so um, and 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 Fauci uh, just kind of independently or not, uh, you know, comes out with these uh, statements that are not in the best interest of the country. You know, there's all of this, uh, ev you know, evidence by doctors that this uh, um, hydrochloride, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, um, yeah, no, you're fine. I can't even remember the name of that, that thing. It's a lot. But anyway, all these doctors are going, uh, you know, I treated 1,700 people. They're all well. You yeah. know, uh, again and again and again. And Fauci goes, well, the FDA hasn't tested. Well, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. doctors all over the planet have used it. And it works. Yeah. Because uh, he's so, been around. Uh, Fauci's been, isn't he been like the White House doctor for forever? Hasn't he? Like, yes. How does he manage that? Like, what was he's almost like he's got something on everybody. Like, why is he still there? Well, you know, that's Washington politics. I mean, he, he was, uh, you know, he was the, you know, prime mover, at least a mover of getting uh, $3.5 million, uh, what was it, two, three years ago, to Wuhan to create right. this vi virus. Yeah, I read uh, this. That, that, was his, that was his baby. So, um, you know, he's politically connected with the dark side of the force. Yeah. Uh, and, why does uh, this just... John, why do, you, why do you believe that this just all gets ignored? I know nobody talks about it on mainstream news and whatnot, but like it's just easy to find everything you're saying like about these creating viruses and whatnot. Why do people refuse to believe this? Well, I think it has to do with the confront of evil. Yeah. Some, pe some people can confront evil, some people cannot. Uh, and they see evil and they go, oh, well, and they you know, think some reasonable excuse. Or you can look at evil uh, or bad actions by people and go, that, that's not right. And, yeah. and, and the, uh, the news media in this country uh, tends to, almost all of the news media here, uh, just brushes off the, 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 the odd, evil, um, foolish, destructive things that get done by politicians if they happen to be on the left side of the aisle. And, uh, I mean, this, this president, he's got his problems, you yeah. know. D Don Donald Trump's got his warts, but he's been the most productive uh, uh, president in the history of America. I, I, used to, I, used to I used to teach American history at, in the university level, and... Um, you know, I have issues with how he tweets and all that stuff. Absolutely. But, but exactly, if I how, exactly how I feel about him. He, he speaks clumsily, uh, and a lot of people take more, they listen to his words rather than watch his actions. Uh, and basically, he comes across like a child sometimes, the way he's tweeting incessantly uh, and the, comp the way he, he words certain things when he's trying to get a point across. But honestly, uh, I... 
was skeptical at first and I still roll my eyes at some of the stuff he does. But uh, <laughs> compared to the alternative, I think it, it, you guys are very lucky to have him, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. He produces products. He gets stuff done. And, you know, he upsets people doing that, but he gets stuff done, whereas politicians traditionally don't do it. They sit in the you know, conference room and they jaw, jawbone, and Trump just gets stuff done. And, and uh, you know, he's got a habit of slapping back at people that attack him. Uh, yeah. I, think he, I think he could handle his PR better, but I, I, I don't care. He gets stuff done. Oh, that was John Truman Wolf, author. I've got to mention his credentials. He was a best-selling uh, author. Got lots of books out and lots of uh, experience with um, doing. I think it was the finances, or what, it was it was something to do with the financial advisor or something. To to lots of Hollywood's yeah. rich and famous people. He's a very well-known man. He's got an alias. I mean, John Truman Wolf is his alias. I don't I don't want to say what his actual name is because I don't know if I can. But he's been on. He's appeared on lots of as an expert on lots of news channels over the years and whatnot. So it's quite good. And they actually approached me. So that's when, that was when I knew we was finally making it Lee. Yeah. Cause yeah. we got approached by people to come on our <laughs> show. Cause we was doing the numbers. Yeah. The next show, our friend Adam came back on the real nine 11 conspiracy. He's talking all about the lead up to, uh, nine 11 through the, mm. the Saudi Arabia angle and all this kind of stuff before the attacks happened and what he believed caused the attacks rather than all the usual stuff. So it was a good, mm. Show with Adam, as usual, you get the numbers with Adam, brings the numbers yeah. in. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember if Adam ever, ever mentioned the Israeli student living in the towers. I can't remember. If he did, it was yeah. on that show. Yeah. I don't remember because uh, I'm pretty mm. sure he did. I'm pretty sure if, if you went back and listen to that show, it's just me and Adam. Yeah. Uh, sorry, fake frazzles in my mouth again. <laughs> Then we went on. To, can you believe this, right? Yeah. So we done the prin- the Princess Diana conspiracy next. Yeah. That seems like the other week. Oh no, yeah. It's, and that's the it, first it, show we did. Uh, I think Wid came gone in for so that quick. One. Yeah, gone so quick. So Wid came in for that one. Yeah. We done it as a as a trio Wid's debut. Mm. Yeah, Wid's debut. And that was quite funny with old Voodoo on the bridge, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, stuff like this, <laughs> Diana. Yeah. I'm finding out that every single person involved was a CIA agent. <laughs> then we done this, uh, the Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, and big tech block users from reading a uh, Biden email story about as low, as low a listenership as the last censorship one. Really? Mm. No one likes like... censorship, do they? Then we, Nibiru, Planet X, 19th of October. Yes. Anukai, uh, aliens, pole shifts, and the end of the world. Back up. Woo! numbers went like this Woo! we loved it not rick flair but then yeah. we had a halloween special after that. that 26th of october that went out halloween special with uh that was featuring a couple of other podcasters june and jill uh talking about their ghost stories and riley was on there for a bit lee with his suddenly springing on me that the bedroom that i used to go around his house when he lived at his mum's was haunted thanks for that lee. <laughs> Tell me 20 years on about that but appreciate yeah. <laughs> it then we've done a phenomenon which was the biggest letdown of the year for me uh, as a documentary on the 2nd of november yeah uh, i did seen i that managed now, to like? watch that yeah and i was like they're, they're just they're just I knew what i meant stuff. after you saw uh, that yeah i'd tell me stuff i already know yeah 
I'm so fucking clued up on UFOs. You know what I mean? I know. Then we've done SEAL Team, <laughs> Seal team 6 uh, after that. Me and Wid did that. And that, yeah. that done well as well. SEAL Team 6. We'd, yeah. we'd had quite a lot on that one. Voter Fraud after that. Didn't do very well. But that's the show. Once again, drop the name Mike Yeadon in there. Pick up some lifelong listeners. Yeah. It's all, it's all, it's all it takes. Uh, sorry to disappoint. Mike Yeadon wasn't on that show, but. I'm glad that you enjoyed the show and listened anyway. Yeah. Specifically Liam. Liam, who told me that that's exactly what happened with him. Um, yeah. The big debate after that, this was Ben, who's like a long-time listener uh, and a bit of a conspiracy theorist, versus Adam Fitzgerald, who came back for the third time he was on. Adam, in the year. Thanks yeah. for Adam for keep yeah. coming back. And yeah. that was, I really enjoyed that. I would actually play a clip of that, but I just think it was so recent that it's not really a point. People have probably yeah. listened. It's only like number 45, five episodes ago, if you want to go give it a listen. And it can't, I can't really I do it justice. Ben was really good though. He was. I thought, ben, I thought ben was really good. He, he was. I can't really do it justice by playing like a five minute clip of it. So I'll just let people go yeah. listen. The next one, 46. This was November the 23rd, right? And that was a suggestion by somebody called Ali. Uh, yeah. from Tennessee who had uh, she'd she'd pitched it to me in the summer at some point and said can you have you ever thought about look at doing this one and I didn't even think about it got to say thanks Ali as much as we took the piss out of it on the thing on the show that that done about as good a number as the 9-11 debate yeah uh, people really wanted to hear that one so yeah. that was all any anyone listening if you've got anything that you think we've missed or we don't know about and you want to just chuck it in there contact me whatcast at whatcast on mm. instagram uh or on the whatcast group now that leaves on top of on on, on facebook yeah. uh, i looked at that the other day and suddenly there's loads of people in it that Lee's added so i'm not sure where that will come from but 15 <laughs> people in there <laughs> i didn't think anyone was in there uh, the Travid, Travis Walton abduction came next, number 47. That was only a few weeks ago. Yeah. And Project Blue Book. And I really enjoyed doing this. That was a funny yeah. show. Uh, Chris Benoit, double murder, suicide, number 48, 7th of December. Now, other than the fact that he put all his family in a crossface and that absolutely cracked us all up, uh, in which Ben come back to me uh, yesterday, a couple of days ago and said how much he was yeah. fucking laughing at, at that when we said about the Chris. So luckily someone found it funny because I was hoping <laughs> that I thought that that might offend people. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, throwaway show, I think, because uh, it hasn't yeah. done many, many, many numbers. It's not what we normally do. I just thought I'd do it as a bit of a curveball, but it didn't work. We've got to live and learn, don't you? Mandela Effect last yeah. week. Uh, and we're back up to Christmas special just done actually last week, two weeks ago, Mandela effect. So that's been our year really. Well, out of all that lot, Lee. Yeah. So what, what's, yeah. can you pick a favorite show out of all of that lot? Uh, favorite shows, definitely, um, the Sia, I think. Yeah. So I've got two favorite shows. It's Sia and Pizzagate. Yeah. I love Pizzagate because it's like, it, it, it just it we just uncovered a lot of stuff. I know it's it's stuff that people can research yourself, but you just uncovered so much shit. I got to mention, yeah, I got to mention Pizzagate because it's cha- it changed the. We was very stagnant uh, with our numbers anyway. Yeah. Shows were getting better and better, but that yeah. kind of took us off. We never. I mean, we dropped obviously yeah. your spike up oh, for that one, but but we never went back down to where we were. We was, we've always been a level above yeah. since then, so it's just like a, a yeah. kind of moment really i would say lilith Lil- lilith as well was one lilith was a good interview shows. i liked doing lilith yeah. i liked john truman well most of her people that came on 
I really enjoyed yeah. speaking to and learning stuff off of. Mm. I yeah. don't know. I, I, the best interview I did was John Truman Wolf. I think just because it was unexpected, I think not because it was any particularly better yeah. than anybody else. I just didn't expect it to be that interesting. And it really ended up it being interesting. And yeah. he, he had, and he was very well known as well, which was, which was great that they, they came to us. Yeah. Uh, favorite show that I had a laugh doing. I don't know. There was so many, there wasn't many that I didn't enjoy <laughs> making, to be honest. There's a few that I was a bit, a bit lackluster in. I didn't really know, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's, there's lots. There's only a couple that I don't like. I think I've just covered that then. I don't uh, like the moving to Cyprus one. No, but it, the idea, the, the podcast was going in a different direction at that point. It wasn't going to be conspiracies. Yeah. It was just going to be kind of like getting people on to talk about their weird hobbies and the life, life decisions yeah. that they've made. But I realised that was a wank mm. topic to have for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. As long as a shit name Shitting Matt chat. Really. Yeah. Matt chat that was never going to go anywhere. But uh, yeah, so so that was our year. That was a year on the podcast anyway. Um, yeah. So... So hang on, before we do, we're going to go on to hate of the year now, right? And I'm, I'm a yeah. bit dubious about this because I know what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about that again. Uh, no, yeah. Let's just fucking do it. Let's, let's be back in a minute yeah. for hate of the year. Shut up and sit down. Welcome back, hate of the year time, the year. So it's, it's, it can't just be a stupid little hate like water or, or innards on shorts yeah. or any my of this fa- stuff or Bruce water. Springsteen or any of the other classics that we've yeah. done this year of, of, of nonsense yeah. hates. It's got to be something that we've hated this year. What could mm. be contenders for hate this year? And I've decided, uh, and Lee's yeah. agreed, that my hate of the year, 2020, is the world. <laughs> yeah. I hate so much of what's been going on this year that I cannot actually, I don't think I can even do it justice by ranting about it from the Rona to the virtue signaling due to the Rona. So most of it comes back to the Rona, to the moral yeah. uh, superiority because of the masks, yeah. how Twitter's because Twitter was a cesspit anyway. And now you can't even write anything on Twitter without five people calling you a twat for just yeah. having a different opinion to them. Nobody just wants to discuss or persuade you anymore. It's an immediate attack. Yeah. Uh, the news there's, and discovering that, discovering that, 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 that I always knew the news was a bit iffy, but it, to discover this year that, that they won't report on things that don't suit their narrative and they will, over-report on things that do suit the narrative and uh, and push these numbers of these deaths and oh mate just doctors doctors this year have really annoyed me in the way that they've constantly changed their mind tv doctors have lost all credibility as far as i'm concerned yeah, uh they don't seem to know any uh, they're either really stupid and we've always thought they were intelligent or they're complicit in something that's quite sinister mm. uh and i never thought i'd ever feel like this about anything and the fact that you no. you can't, you know, I can't even address anything online and, 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 and counter anyone's arguments with a graph or some actual statistics that are, that are true without without people silencing me or, or blocking me from YouTube or yeah, you just it's just unbearable this year. It's been for 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 mm. 
as humans, I've never felt less free. Mm. What do you think about it, Lee? Like, like I said to you earlier, I just feel that the world we're living in today, I swear, the, sh- the show we've done where the world ended on 2012, right? Where we put that in one of our shows. Yeah. I swear that's true because we've gone through ago. a... Yeah, we've just gone through a black that, hole. Doesn't seem that, un- that no. unlikely. <laughs> no, just gone through a fucking black hole. And I'm in this world now where it's totally different, mm. where you can't be free. You can't say what you want to want because someone's going to fucking get offended by it. Or you, or you can't write on social media like you could maybe a year or two ago or even... Well, Back in 2012. To be fair, this is why it's quite liberating to have a podcast because it is the last forum that you've got that people don't, people don't care what you say. Yeah. Thank you, Joe Rogan for that. Yeah. But you know, once he's, I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm just tired of pandering to the fucking bullshit, mate. Mate, you should listen to, uh, and I urge anybody that, that thinks the same way we do listen to Douglas Murray, go watch some Douglas Murray. You Lee, you'll love him. Uh, yeah. he just says everything, but so much more intelligent than we ever could say it. <laughs> but he, he says it, he says he's, I was watching him while I was working out earlier on. I think he's brilliant and he's so, so bright. So, uh, so much common sense. It's just an author, but, um, everything yeah. he says, um, is completely, completely true about how the way politics yeah. has gone and everything like that. And the way that the pandering just is so self-destructive, but people haven't got the courage to not do it. And I understand why I do, I do understand why that everybody's got to go along yeah. with this nonsense. I but just refuse to fucking pander. To I'm sorry, everybody. Like I know this is the end of year show and probably from what cost you probably expect a bit more of a rant or whatever, but I'm really, I'm really done with the Rona and the year. I can't get angry about it. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel just so no. deflated about it and just, I cannot believe that people that I was very friendly with a year ago that now barely speak to me in some ways for, for certain reasons. And mm. just generally the, this year has been the shits. Uh, yeah. And and my hate of the year is the world. <laughs> yeah. So I can't. I, I can't. Uh, yeah, I had another person delete me from Facebook the other day. Yeah, just because stuff you write. Like, why yeah, is it such a problem? It, yeah. I don't understand yeah. why it's such Sorry. a problem. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it just, you know, I'm not saying everything I say is right. I'm not, but I've just, I, I wish I had the right to say it without people. Yeah. People are trained these days that to have, that you must find an enemy in everybody. You, you can't just yeah, slightly disagree with somebody. You have to hate them. Uh, but to move yeah, on, just, there can't be a disagreement and, and still be friends. Yeah, let's like, move ridiculous. on. Let's move on from hate. From hate, uh, we're we're in the yeah. last segment yeah. of, the, of the of the end of year special here. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to try and remove things a bit more positive here for that. So, yeah. what has been your? I've got one. I know one right for me. Yeah, and it's lame. It's lame. But but it's, <laughs> it's, it's been a shit year. So yeah, what is your? Uh, moment of the year is there a time any any time this year that's made you really really happy and like at least to uh, allowed you to forget about the shit that's yeah. going on around you constantly it was quite recent Matt. Mm-hmm. it's quite recent where yeah. um I, I had a good phone call the other day with uh one of my one of um the directors of the company i used to work for before i went to cyprus um he didn't know me at the time because he wasn't working for the company but now he's in 
he basically, we had a phone call about taking me on board in the company again. And he was telling me about that I'm well known, all about my pedigree, um, that he wants me to Triple work H for the is company. finishing, Mauve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done his family but, in with. Yeah. But what he was telling me, it, I know sometimes people blow smoke at your ass, but he's the guy of all the cards and he basically wants me to go and work for the company again. And, and, and he's, and he's gave me a little incentive to stay close and to, uh, until they, um, launch a couple of new sites. So yeah, yeah but that's brilliant. Really, really refreshing. Yeah, but that's brilliant. Isn't it? I know exactly what you yeah. mean. I know exactly what yeah. you mean because I, in my job through my life, like I've never really been in a position where anyone would ever say, Oh, you've done a really good job, whatever. But but with yeah. this podcast, whenever whenever I get a, 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 some feedback and it's positive and yeah. it's, it tells me that we're, we're achieving what we're trying to do, like when people are saying to us, I yeah. really enjoyed this episode, this bit was really funny, I'm really glad that you that you feel like this way, the same as us. And I, yeah. It's so rewarding because because your, 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 work, your hard work's appreciated and with, with what yeah. you're doing there, to know that there's people enough people that think enough of you to put your name forward for things means yeah, that you that you've achieved yeah. something and and it's yeah. good and, and it, no one can take that away from you because yeah. uh, people go through lives all the time there trashing everyone else there's a shit there's a load of shit oh he's crap he's crap this is this crap yeah yeah and when people yeah. don't at least there's still, there's still that in the world even in this this sounds sounded depressing yeah. but i'm going to try and pr- prove things up you know mom this is really lame considering what we just said there sure. really lame but i don't sure. give a fuck and very yeah. geeky but my moment of the year was the end of the mandalorian Really? Because uh, this has shit that you've been like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like uh, yeah. for something that you can just be watching, well, I'm watching it with my little boy and to, to, to see something that, that you've, that you've always wanted to see since you was a kid and yeah. you, you get to watch it on TV in your living room with your little boy. And yeah. it's right at the end of the worst fucking year ever on top of news that yeah. you, you can't see people. You're not supposed to be able to see people over Christmas mm. and everything like that. And I just yeah. think as shit as it sounds to some people and it's such a nothing, it's such a nothing to me. And I'd go, what to anyone else that said it. Yeah. But yeah. When you, when you, when, when you, when you feel like the year has been that shit, that there's one thing yeah. after another of bad news and you've not had anything to, mm. like, to take your mind away from it. And you get, you can finally, yeah. you can't, I, I've got a football. I can't do, watch anything because yeah. people are on their fucking knee and doing this shit over yeah. here and everyone's politicizing everything and everyone's got to hate each other to just sit and watch something that just doesn't politicize yeah. anything that just yeah. gives everybody what they've been waiting for for 30 years. I just <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, as shitty and, and as geeky like, as that sounds, yeah. I know. I totally understand because I fucking loved the ending of that episode. Yeah, it was. I'm not going to give it away. It, no. it was fucking brilliant, and and I got a bit. I got a bit choked up. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck." I think. I think Do I'm. More, I, mean? I think I'm more touched by the fact that Disney, uh, despite all of their shit. The yeah. fact that I think that they've ruined the franchise with the, the with the last yeah. two films they made, I really didn't yeah. like either of them films. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought I liked the third one until I rewatched it. I don't like it. Yeah, um, no. and the fact that you're just false feeding us, and it's because they're false feeding us this bullshit of this political mm. correct bullshit and this women yeah. can't fail 
nonsense that, that makes you not yeah. get behind them. I don't care about people's gender. Just might give me a believable character. And and, the, and, the, and although there was yeah. a few bits in the Mandalorian that were exactly like that, there was a few bits that were yeah, like that. Yeah. But mm. ultimately they listened. Yeah. They listened to people and, and eventually, eventually, yeah. even though they've, they've been owned it since 2012, I believe eventually they gave people what they wanted. Yeah. Hundred percent. They gave everyone what they wanted. You know, it was it was mixed. It was so mixed in the end. It was it was just such a good fucking ending. It was brilliant. Yeah. But and do, but do, do you know what? I just want to quick, quickly just say this as well. Um, what something has also been really fucking great this year that's gave huh? me a bit of a fucking light. This podcast. Yeah. Because like, I just if it weren't for this podcast. I don't know what I would be doing with half the time that I've had <laughs> not working. Well, like just, you would say to me, just like remember that. Me, just remember that when you get fucking busy. And I'll say, Lee, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got time. Wow. I helped you. <laughs> no, I gave mate. you a, a purpose yeah, when you had no that, time. In, in my employment contract, there's going to be a um, stipulation where yeah. I have uh, every, every, every uh, Monday off or something. So. Yeah, I just yeah. I just hope that uh, I appreciate that. By the way, I hope I hope that um, in the coming year that there's at least uh, that, that that we have more of this normality where, where it do, things do exist, things start to exist again that take yeah. your mind out of out of life and out of nonsense. Yeah. Like I hope they yeah. just do away with the bullshit in the football and the political bullshit and all the sport. Take it all yeah. out and just let me watch my football team again. Please just yeah. let me just let me watch my football team and enjoy myself. Let me watch yeah. my TV shows that I like. Let me enjoy start enjoying films again without false feeding me this bullshit. Just yeah. let me enjoy the films. Uh, yeah. And that's why, as lame as it sounds, that's that was my probably my my fu- my funnest. And the only reason is it's not because it's the best moment of the year for me because it's not. Yeah, but it's the only thing I can think of at the moment, probably because it's fresh in my mind that my mind is not thinking about this nonsense. Yeah, that's right. And it just takes yeah. you out of it. And that's all you want from your entertainment. Yeah. All I want yeah. is to be in the moment in this what I'm watching, and to not worry about this other crap yeah. that's going on at the, mm. uh, in the world with the, all the shit that's going on. Mm. Uh, you know so, what? There's, there, there's, there's a quickly, just there's another show that um, people should watch as well if they like The Mandalorian. Is Star Trek Discovery. If you're mm. a Trekkie and you haven't watched this yet, watch it. I've never seen fucking brilliant. I want to get into Star Trek. Everyone keeps telling me about Star Trek. I've never seen any Star Trek since Spock, to be honest. Honestly, Star Trek Discovery, right, is so good that I I love Star Trek. I've always been a bit of a Trekkie. I'm not a Trekkie geek. I couldn't name every fucking character, but I just love the show. I just love the show. I love all the Star Trek um, shows before that and everything. So, again, like I said, I'm not a geek, but I just like it. Yeah, it's fair enough. Anything yeah. to fucking get you through in it with this fucking shit. This is, this is fucking <laughs> yeah. box sets of anything that I can could just take me out, yeah. of, take me out of out of life for a little while. Just take me out of the issues yeah. and the nonsense and the news and the bullshit. So uh, we've got to wrap up yeah. here. So what? What? Uh, hopefully, we can do another New Year's show next year and have a much happier tone to it to to the end of it at least. Uh, yeah, to make the hate yeah. funny at least. I just uh, the hate's lackluster because because yeah. the year is just so crap but as you say yeah. the podcast came of it i guess that probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the pandemic possibly i don't know but um just wanna 
I've got to mention, I've got to mention a few people here that I've probably mentioned already. So mention, obviously, mm. Sia. Thank you for coming on. And Tom Sia yeah. and Lilith Gray. Uh, who else did we just have on there? Steve Feltham, Loch Ness Monster yeah. Man. Adam. Adam Fitzgerald, obviously, for coming back again and again and letting us keep challenging his uh, his research, yeah. which must be really frustrating when you've actually done the research. Ben. got a bunch of bellends telling you. Thanks to Ben for coming on yeah. and talking to Adam. Thanks to Emily from The Student's Verdict for doing the true crime show for us. Thanks to Emily, the other Emily from Drink Drunk Dead for coming on talking about her ghost experiences. Uh, June yeah. from Murders, Mysteries and Meows. Jill from Small Foreign Fact Check. I think that's everybody. Yeah. Uh, no, you've um, left one person out, yeah? The what? star of the show. No, no, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting there. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you to you for you for you coming here. I thought you, when mate. I when I first started doing uh, this podcast with Lee, I thought I know what Lee's like. He's such a flip-flop, he'd do about three weeks and bow out. Yeah. And he's still here. <laughs> still here at Christmas. So I'm quite impressed with that. Yeah. And he's been here every day. Every time I say this is a time where we'll sometimes come to an agreement. He's always here. He's here most weeks. Uh yeah. thanks to Wid for coming in. Um, and you know, saved me one of the fucking weeks because uh, Lee was moving. I didn't have a show, and we'd just come in and yeah. done it, done it with me. Thanks to my little boy Riley for coming on and doing a show with me and always appearing in the specials. Thank you for all the feedback. I've got yeah. to mention a few people. I can't mention everybody, but the people that are giving more more than one more than one lot of feedback. Thank you to Dawn. Uh, thank you to Ben. Uh, thanks to Ali. Thank you to Liam. Uh, thanks Connie and thank you Amelia and fuck you Doyle. Uh, that's what I'm, <laughs> I want to say yeah. about that. Yeah, and Doyle can go fuck his. For plans, future plans. Now we're probably going to take a week, a week off. Uh, yeah, at least at least a week, maybe two, no more than two, but maybe maybe just one. Just to, I just need to get mm. a few more ideas put together, get some yeah. stuff down, and then I think we're going to be returning with Ben's going to come back on and we're going to be doing the Boston bombings from a few years mm. ago. Ben's a bit of an expert on that. And he's like put it forward a few times. So I said, Ben, you can come on and do it, mate. So Ben's going yeah. to come on and talk about that. We'll take me and Leah, do a bit of research on it. That'll be a few, two or three weeks time. Uh, yeah. Thank you to everybody that's listened over the last year and just listening any any feedback you give us keeps us going every time we don't get feedback it gets a bit depressing it's like fuck me why are we bothering doing this is anyone listening whenever we get feedback it's always really really good and keeps us going so thanks to all of you that have given us feedback and please keep it coming and we'll get you some more shows now we're a bit established uh and we'll see you next year (laughs) see you next year see you later see you later mate